Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the New Decibel, and I'm your host Nijadev Bhattacharya. Today we're talking about a very interesting topic um, about what hiring managers are looking for while they hire sales personnel, or what should be the criteria for you to really judge yourself as a person who might be hired um, as as the sales team for a particular company. Now it's a very interesting topic because I have faced this through and throughout about where you are con- constantly trying to figure out am I the right fit am I am I going to make a good impact when I join um, and surprisingly hiring managers is also trying to figure this out as they speak with you right um, in in general I've always realized that for a good good hiring manager um, the main criteria is can they build a perfect team right now that usually never ends up being the case mostly because it is very unlikely that everyone is going to be at the same talent level um, in a team, right? Like whether you look at it, whether it's a football team, whether you're looking at a, at a, at a um, hockey team, there's always going to be few superstars who are, you know, solid, who bring the team together. Uh, and then there's always a good and then there are always the average players, right? Uh, which is not a bad situation. Every once in a while, you're going to come around where you have all stars, uh, but that doesn't usually end up being so. Um, for example, when Liverpool was playing Champions League last season um, and Mo Salah got injured by the fucking stupid Ramos, the whole team sort of shattered because their confidence was lost. That's because their superstar was out of the pitch. Now, that is the sort of impact a superstar salesperson has on the team overall. Now, when the hiring managers are sitting right across you, they're really trying to um, obtain that information from you. If What impact are you going to bring to the team? Are you going to be superstar? Are you going to be good? Or are you going to be an average person, right? Um, it's, it's usually very tough to maintain an all-star status for a, or for a sales team. Um, and doesn't mean that as hiring manager or as a company, you should not strive for it. Uh, but that usually ends up being the situation where you can't end up with that. Um, plus, there's always that issue with ultra-high performers where they don't necessarily stray for too long because they're driven by the idea of leadership, growth. Uh, some people react really well to rank. Some people uh, react extremely well to money. Uh, but overall, I think as a whole, the good salespeople, the ultra-high performers, they um, react very well to ownership. Now, what happens when you're growing and you're expanding as a team um, that becomes an issue because ownership then further dilutes as the company grows and I think that is such an important bit that each company focus on making sure um, the sense of ownership with each individual at any level, at any um, uh, team, they should feel that they have a certain ownership for their work but um, I get it that sometimes the team expands, the company grows and that always becomes an issue. Uh, but effectively, as a hiring manager, your focus should be to hire the best potential uh, salesperson that you can. Uh, and that, that usually works really well. As to why they tend to leave in the long run is because you can't micromanage them. You can't micromanage an ultra-high uh, performer because they do not confine to such such uh, controlling behavior. Um, and this is why uh, very good um, salespeople usually tend to leave startups very quickly because in startups that situation does arise where there's a lot of micromanagement uh, maybe because you don't trust them maybe because uh, it just comes very natural to you as a, from a managerial perspective but I think as, as uh, practice managers it is very important to allow that freedom that utility uh, driven approach to your uh, salespeople where you le- allow them to sort of make their own decision which means um, if there's a, a fucking shit that goes south 
they need to take accountability for it. You need to hold them accountable. But usually uh, it happens to be the case that with ultra high performers, they're anyway very um, invested in the idea that if shit goes south, I'm going to be held accountable. So I need to prove myself even more and better, right? Uh, and culture is such an important thing from a salesperson who's looking to get hired is that they're looking at is this is this a culture that I can invest into because for them their time and energy and their um, the availability to your company makes all that difference so for them um, it is so important to sort of sit down and gauge hey listen is this the company which is help gonna help me achieve my own goals are they gonna allow me for leadership uh, growth or are they gonna allow me to make more money um, is there going to be a certain amount of ownership which is gonna be driven um towards my overall objective is as in in terms of career growth are they going to allow me to uh, have that sense of stability when i'm there uh, and if you can't provide that and if they feel they can't provide it uh, as a company they tend to anyway reject the offer which might come their way or if they might come around for a while like a short span just sort of experiment and then they're going to leave um and Usually a lot of people assume that that's that's not true because I mean you can't jump so much But they don't feel that way as as, as an as a someone who's an ultra high performer that you're gonna anyway feel that The world's your oyster you can move wherever you want to because you bring those deals because you bring those clients And as I have always maintained a salesperson is as good as their clients So when you have that plethora of good heavy clientele um, Backing you up, you know, there's there's no one who's gonna fucking stop you from going anywhere um, if I walk into an interview and start name dropping all the clients that I have, I probably will have a really good chance over someone who might be just coming in right now without that sense of clientele, right? Um, one really good way to sort of grow your ultra high performing team um, is that um, you need to A, build that culture where the competition needs to be healthy, where they don't necessarily feel very... Um, guarded or they don't feel very violated by the fact there's another person who's going to be uh, competing with them so it is very important for the practice manager to inculcate that culture where everyone can grow together um, and hence the opportunities need to be available so while hiring um, the pra hiring managers really need to sort of look at is this person a team player is this person in like an alpha um, but how do they react to competition uh, but also hire those people who will effectively invest into making a really good competitive environment but a healthy one right because if you have people who are going to be negative who are going to be stealing clients and that's going to bring bad blood that's not the sort of person you want to hire and and waste your money your time your energy um but the best way to usually grow that team is asking your already ultra high performers to actually reach out and bring more people like them because um you are the sum of the people that you keep um and these people necessarily revolve around they they sort of keep moving around such people who also deliver extremely well right um and good way to gauge who who's a good um for i mean from the perspective of a hiring manager who's actually going to be investing really well for their company um and is going to bring out the best uh, within them um is actually in that interview process you can always ask questions and the um average interviewees or the decent enough salespeople they will come up with basic answers you ask a question da 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 this is my answer you ask another question da 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 this is my answer now when you have an ultra high performer um it's a game changer i mean when they come in they're they're such ease body i mean you can see that from their body language they're that the conversation is so relaxed and they really turn that around into a conversation they are really sitting across the table um, as an equal 
um, and you want to hire them because they're smarter than you. you. You realize that when you're sitting there, you're like, fuck, this is a person I can really sit down and have a conversation with. They are not, they're not trying to get this job. They're really here to understand what's going on and see if they can fit right really well and they can uh, provide us with the goal that as an organization we want to achieve. And when you feel that comfort, when you feel that um, trust with the person sitting across to you, um, you know you're making a good hire. And usually, um, and not usually, Always, these ultra high performers will come across um, as someone who blows you away because they have such good energy. They're sitting across, they know what they're talking about, and they make that into a conversation. They will ask you the right question, they'll ask you the smart questions. Uh, and these are questions not that they have rehearsed or they practice at home uh, before showing up to the interview. These are the questions they genuinely just bring up in the middle of the whole conversation that you're doing. These are very derivative of what you're saying, um, and it gives you really good um, understanding of the depth of their. Um, apprehension of what is actually going on uh, around them now when you find some a talent like that that is a talent that you need to keep um, also for salespeople who are giving that interview when you come across a um, hiring manager who, I mean for me what has always happened is when I'm sitting across a hiring manager who has no idea what they're talking about I feel like it's a waste of my time I recently uh, met someone who was trying to hire me and I said sure why the fuck not let me give it a shot you know I mean you should have heard the sort of question the guy was asking and this is this is a company which recently got funded for almost about 300 million dollars um, and you should have heard the fucking dumbass who was asking me questions I mean I'm not trying to sit down and tell you how to do your job but listen buddy I have a my time is worth something if you're asking me stupid questions after me explaining you what I do that I don't understand what you do then there's a problem with you and on me because at the end of the day I mean if I if, if, if someone doesn't know how to explain what they do then that's a different thing but this has been done day in, day out. It's a very simple, this is what I do. And if you can't figure that out after that, I mean, I was just so put off. Um, the overall energy of the hiring manager was just really bad. I felt that he felt very um, violated in his own personal space about the energy that I was bringing. Um, and you know what? In the middle of the conversation, I lost interest. I really did. And at that point, I was just like, listen, I don't think this is going to work out. This is This is not the sort of organization that I will... Um, I see myself fitting in really well at maybe because maybe there's some shortcoming at my place, maybe there's something at yours, but this is just not going to work. And he just said that dumbfounded about what I just said. I said, listen, I don't want to waste your time, uh, but this is this is not happening because I genuinely don't think I'm going to add any value to your organization because I don't see it happening because I don't see that sense of commitment from you guys. Um, and, and it is so important as a hiring manager that you know how to sell your company to the person who's coming to uh, get hired at yours. Uh, it's a two-way street. Um, and, and the fact that hiring some hiring managers just saying stupid questions uh, will help you understand and what the person does across sitting across from you is ridiculous. I mean, you're a, you're a million-dollar funded fucking company. You need to know how to ask the right questions um to the person sitting across because no one's dumb anymore you know i mean even even if the, someone's just starting off uh, and that person has the potential to become an ultra high performer they're gonna catch your shit in a fucking second i mean you can't bullshit to a bullshitter that's just not how it works right so you need to know what you're looking to um take out of that interview as a hiring manager you need to know exactly what sort of information you're trying to extract and if you're not asking those smart questions the fucking person sitting across from you, uh, for example, me in that situation, they lose interest. I lost interest. I was like, this is a waste of my fucking time. I've driven almost about 24 fucking kilometers to sit down and have a conversation about something that makes literally no fucking sense. Um, so make sure you're asking the right questions. 
um, as a in and and the same really goes for the person giving the interview. If you're not giving the right sort of answer, and this is what I was saying: an average person will give you average answers. Uh, ultra high performer will engage you in a conversation. So make sure that you know what the fuck you're really talking about. Don't faff. Um, you don't know something. Just say you don't know something, right? It's okay to not know everything. Honesty usually comes, of course, as a very strong uh, character of a person. And in general, I think the whole purpose for each party involved in this conversation is to establish that they're honest, they're transparent, uh, and they know what the fuck they're talking about. For a hiring manager, you need to know that, listen, I know what sort of culture we have, I know what we're looking for, and I can establish that with you while through conversation. Um, and as a person who's giving the interview, you need to know that you can establish the fact that you're honest, you're transparent, and that you will fit really well to the culture they're trying to build, um, and not just bring value through the force, uh, this for, for, through revenue, but also as the fucking growth that you're gonna help this company achieve by sheer your availability and your presence in the company, um, and that is going to be what's gonna help you uh, become the best salesperson uh, out there. And for the hiring manager, that's gonna make you the best fucking hiring manager because you're gonna hire the right people. So that's my take on what really happens when you're in a sales interview. What should the hiring manager look at? What should the interviewee look at? Um, I hope this makes a little bit of sense to you guys. I hope this helps. See you next episode.